everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romanticy with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. However, guys, guys, I'm lying, but this one's like the coolest lie I've ever told when I say that, because <laughs> this is our first author spotlight episode. Uh, you guys may have seen it. We are going to start doing these as a little series, uh, just because you guys know we get very obsessed with uh, the authors that we really like. Um, fair warning, fair warning. Just we, we become obsessive, just say. Um, so just a little bit, just a little bit. So today, guys, we have on with us Carly Spade, and she's going to be discussing her contemporary mythos series, which also has an upcoming release next week. Right, right, yeah, next week. So yeah, um, yeah, ten for, days. Yep. Yeah, for for Zeus. Um, so we we are still the same women though. So no spoilers. Don't worry, no spoilers for the series or the book. But uh, there will be cursing. I, we can't <laughs> not do it. I don't know how to talk without cursing. So, um, Carly, do you want to say hi, introduce yourself, kind of whatever you want to say, honestly, anything goes. Uh, I'm Carly Spade. I am a romance fantasy author primarily. Um, I do dabble in other genres, but that is my, my niche, I guess you'd say. Um, I live in Colorado with my husband and my two fur babies, and uh, I actually started... We love to hear that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love my doggies. They're downstairs mad at me right now because I blocked them off. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, and I actually started writing um, because I wanted to see something that didn't exist in the book world, and I decided I'm, well, you know, screw it. I'm going to write it myself, and that kind of is how the whole thing started four and a half years ago and uh i've just gone off from there so i love that the hold my beer mentality just mm -mm, yeah. i got yes. this it's fine it's fine, <laughs> yeah. it's fine i got this absolutely so um obviously the 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 series uh with an upcoming uh release is contemporary mythos what brought what brought you there because um I'm sure uh, listeners especially know we all three of us love a good, like, Greek god retelling. Um, I get a yes. little bit hyperfixated at times. I Blake go goes hard. down a dark hole. <laughs> um, Blake I goes do, down. I, I go down. Uh, she goes Matt, down. Goes, goes down. down. Oh. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. My, my going down is just, like, I don't come back up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're just yeah, I'm still down. I'm still down. Madison guys. is in black hole. I just, I live in the hole. hole. I live in the hole, man. Uh, what is it? The the Loki from Marvel where he's like, I've been falling for 30 minutes. That's you oh. continuously falling. Oh, my God, yes. Love it. Uh, oh, so, so I a question we'll... in there? Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, um. Easily what, distracted. I know. I'm, that's an understatement. <laughs> Um, what brought you, you said like you weren't seeing what you wanted, so you're like, I'll do it myself. What brought you to, uh, to start with this series, Greek mythology? So this series was a little bit different. My initial book that I wrote, um, was that reasoning. It was a vampire romance book that, um, I was still disgruntled from the series finale of True Blood. And, oh, uh, yes! <laughs> oh, yes! Yes! Um, oh my God! 
Okay, wait. We've so been doing like, an entire I, episode on I that. Have oh only my been, God. I have only, like, uh, recently, like, literally, I finished um, Zeus this morning. Okay. But let me tell you what. I am now going to go back because I've been so mad about the true blood. <laughs> it's so bad. So book one, here I come oh, no. over here. Like, I <laughs> read that. Yeah, well, that's that, that book spawned, and the entire reason why I wrote it is because there's so many things I wanted to read in a vampire romance novel and a lot of them would almost get there but then they would do something like, no that's not how I wanted to see it go <laughs> so I decided I'd write it myself exactly how I've always wanted to see it um, but that was the first book I decided to do that with and then it just obviously spiraled from there what what is the title of that book uh, irresistible demise Okay, great. Thank you. Let me just <laughs> I was going to say, not me on her website adding all of these to my cards. I, know, I, was, like, just I was like, I don't know what's happening right now, guys. <laughs> Um, but the contemporary mythos, um, so I love to read contemporary romance, straight contemporary romance, nothing special about just straight contemporary romance. Love it. However, as a writer, when I sat down to try to write it, I really, really miss the magic. I just, I am so wrapped up in fantasy and magic, and especially when it's set in the modern world, I really love urban fantasy. And I love, I've loved Greek mythology since I was a kid. And I told myself when I started writing, if I'm gonna do Greek mythology, it's gotta be unique. There's so much stuff out there that I just, mm -hmm. you know, wouldn't be satisfied if I didn't deliver something that was different. Um, and so I kind of figured, okay, well, uh, I'll give myself the best of both worlds, contemporary romance tropes and Greek mythology. So that's the entire way why that sparked is because I really wanted to write contemporary romance, but I wanted a little spicy magic in there too. So I, um, <laughs> tropes, I love it. Man, I love it. it will... I, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So I got to ask though, and maybe you don't, but okay. So Zeus is book six, yes. correct? In this series. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite that you've written? Uh, you know, as an author, we're supposed to say all of our book babies yeah, are right? babies. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's, and I, I'm going to be, I'll be honest with you though. I, I will, I'll t I won't take the cop out and I will say Zeus is my favorite. Um, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Uh, okay. I'm, All right. I see it. After reading the book, I completely understand. I, um, I was, we were literally just texting about this yesterday and this isn't really, um, a spoiler. So don't worry guys is how you've the spin with Zeus. Cause as anybody that knows Greek mythology, Zeus doesn't, doesn't necessarily have the best reputation. Um, yes. there's some weird shit yeah. out there. There's some very weird some shit out weird there. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my and, heroine uh, even talks about that, too. It's like, I read some really weird shit. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. That, like, you're, you, you not only had the main character, like, acknowledge it, but then, like, the spin that we got from, like, Zeus himself on it, I was just like, this is, this is perfect. I, yeah, that was one of the big things that I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Because I, it, it. I'm trying to think the best way to put it is any of the other Greek retellings, like Greek mythology retellings recently, it's a theme. Zeus is still no matter what a dick. Yep. Because a yes. lot of them are like still like you're seeing yep. a lot of focus on Hades, which fair. Mm, yeah. Team Hades. Of course. <laughs> but like Zeus is always a dick. So like this is yeah. genuinely, I don't know about Mads and Caitlin. I think this is the first time I've read a Greek mythology based one where Zeus isn't a dick. I full, I think I fully agree with that. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to know if Blake's love for Zeus, though, um, comes because he's a lawyer. 
Is this you? I tell you what. I tell you what. So, my lawyer heart was happy. (laughs) Wait, are you a lawyer? Now, hang on. I'm a lawyer, yes. but I, oh, okay. I, hang on, hang on. People are gonna think I'm way cooler. Okay, guys, I'm I'm a transactional lawyer. I deal in the finance realm. I close deals. I am not some hot shot in the courtroom. Can you imagine me trying to keep courtroom demeanor? I'd be kicked no, out. I Anybody think I'd that would. My would you be like put in be... contempt? Oh, for sure. I think sure. you'd be put in contempt. For Blake sure. Blake would be put. Put, so put somewhere be like nah you can't do this anymore they would probably put me in the holding cell and not for fun reasons yeah like yeah. i would be <laughs> in that holding cell and it would not be great like i'm just uh yeah i'm gonna say that but no the lawyer and i i like yeah that was in like the, the like the enemies like you know opposing count oh man i was i was in it Blake is Blake is going down a deep dark hole again. Yeah, I will what? tell you. I will, <laughs> deep, dark I will tell hole. you. I law. I I know nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I, I feel that way still. <laughs> <to this day. laughs> but I I really uh, punished myself because not only did I decide I'm gonna make Zeus a romance hero. Number one. Number two. Oh, guess what? I'm gonna make it a lawyer romance, and I know zip about law. So <laughs> it was uh, quite a process, but thankfully. One of my author friends, she, I was talking with her, and she said, you know I'm a criminal prosecutor, right? And I said, shut up, you are. <laughs> can you please? Oh, that is great. Yeah, can you please read this so that I don't sound like an idiot? Because I, I was terrified of releasing it when I'm writing because I'm like, oh, my God. All I know is from TV and movies. This is so embarrassing. And I'm trying to research. Let me Google. Yeah, exactly. I'm Googling like a maniac. But even Google can only tell you so much. I've never been in a courtroom like that either, you know. So, oh, my gosh. But she saved my ass. She really did because she really um, went through and made sure that. And Zeus sounded like the badass lawyer that he should be and all that stuff. So I was so thankful for her input. Jeanette, thank you again. (laughs) So that kind of, well, that brings me to kind of my question is like, what type of research goes into your books? Because you said you have to do the, the lawyer stuff. Do you have to do a lot of research on the Greek mythology and uh, those type of? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I went into this series having, you know, a pretty decent knowledge. I won't say that I am an expert by any means, but I, you know, I grew up with it. I loved the Hercules and Xena shows. And when I really started getting into it when I was a kid, I'd start researching to see, you know, what was true about the myths and what they took license on so i've i've really just been kind of swept up in it for my entire life but with certain things i had to really dig deeper because i needed to be able to interweave um, all of the mythologies and all the characters and Mm -hmm. uh, i know that there's extreme tragedy and incest and some very other questionable things (laughs) through mythology yes Yes. and because this is romantic comedy type stuff i said i can't have any of that so um, we got to keep it light (laughs) as possible Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to figure all that out, too, of how to make up excuses as to why Ares and Aphrodite did not sleep together in my series. Sorry, guys. They do not. Um, and little things that. like that. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And with Zeus, oh, gosh, Zeus. Um, I knew from the moment that I started the series that Zeus was going to be the last book. And if he were around, he would say, oh, that's because I'm the best. And as my tagline says, you save the best for last. And I would have to say, no, sir, that's because I didn't know what the hell to do with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, but wait, okay, wait, actually, hold up, hold up. Because I'm going to be super sad. Because you said at the back of the book, it was like, 
um, their uh, characters from the contemporary mythos series will return. That's correct. Is there going to be, because I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of want some more here. Yeah. So like, yeah. is there going to be like a spinoff kind of thing or? Yeah. Um, I can uh, off recording. I can tell you guys a little bit more, but on, but live yes! recording. Ah! Um, yeah, there, it's not done. I just I, I'll make an official announcement at the later in this year. But it yeah, I'm not I'm not okay. done with the characters. Okay. I love them too. Okay, much. okay. there we go. Okay, good, <laughs> good. Because I saw Cause, uh, it at the bag, and I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, here we go. <laughs> I uh, I also was there. There's a couple points throughout the, this whole series uh, from I've already seen it a little bit in Hades and then in Zeus, where there is um, other mythologies like w- mentioned or something, and I'm just like. Oh wow, we're like I literally I like paused. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's a multiverse. I was like, ah, oh. and I just was like, oh my gosh, because that's uh that I I that was one thing in Zeus I really liked just within the Greek realm is all of the connections of like how you've spun it to keep it that way is like you said you know you can't really have Aries and Aphrodite you know bang like that'd be a little a little icky um but like the way you the way you managed it and things like that and um I, I really it was the way you spun Zeus and everything but then getting to see him um also a little bit in a father role at, mm-hmm. at points in the book too added a lot of depth things like that I would oh god I, I love it I'm glad I'm, sorry, I'm really glad just... okay so this this might be a harder question, and I'm sorry, but like this is kind of more on like you know the process of writing mm-hmm. here. So you said like you decided like oh Zeus is going to be like a criminal defense lawyer, like he's not going to be like you know this like crazy evil guy that everyone hates kind of thing. So like how do you like decide this? You know what I mean? Like how do you be like oh okay this is what I'm going to do? Like you know what what kind of helps you in your writing process? Like just be like oh this is where I'm going. This is it. And it may be um, helpful, too, to go through each of your previous books on, like, who, who you've had as a god and, like, yeah. what they are in the world, too. Yeah, absolutely. So with Hades, um, I, I, don't, I oh, by the way, when I first wrote Hades, I didn't realize how popular the man was. I really didn't. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But when I – he – him being book one was just completely, okay, I'll do Hades first. It was not intentional whatsoever. I'm glad I did now. Um, but <laughs> I, when I put it out there, I was like, wow, people are thirsty for Daddy Underworld. All righty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I did Definitely. not realize. <laughs> but with Hades, um, and it, it, it's a little sometimes controversial with my Hades because I did a little bit of a different turn with him. And again, again, I decided that I was going to from the beginning because I wanted to do something different. I wanted to write my own spin. And um, he's not, uh, it's not a dark romance by any means. I will tell you that right now. Um, so anybody going in, just be aware. It is not. <laughs> Nip it in the butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is truly still with Hades. It is a rom-com fantasy like all of my books. Um uh, all of that series anyway. And uh, I decided I wanted, basically when I was a kid watching Dizzy's Hercules, this is true, um, I saw Hades, the character, I-, I never saw him as the villain, even though he's advertised all over the place in that cartoon as such. I can agree with yeah, that. I can agree it. with that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was misunderstood and just kind of given this bad rep. And, and Zeus was kind of a mean butthead in that movie, to be honest, because he was always... <laughs> always against Hades in so many ways. And I was like, oh, but he just wants to be loved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love it. 
and so, and, and ironically, after I released Hades, all of my readers, uh, they begged and begged and begged me to do a fan fiction of Hades and Megara, which I did. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna need that hello. link. I'm gonna need that link immediately. Yes, it's out there. <laughs> you can find it on Wattpad, AO3, and uh, fanfiction.net. Yes, it's called Hearts of Greek Fire. Hearts of Greek Fire. One yeah. second, let me just write that down. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I so and I had a super fun writing that because it was not my Hades. It was the Hades from you know Hercules, and it, just again though, yeah. I got to explore that whole uh, process of misunderstood brooding grumpy hero and um that's how i decided with him and with apollo um i had not known about the version of apollo from lore olympus before i wrote my book <laughs> um and so i was wondering why so many people were going into it uh nervous I, and I, I really didn't understand i've always knew that he was going to be arrogant just like his dad and you know um, and I knew that he should have something to do with music and it just made sense. I'd always wanted to write a rock star romance. He was, he fit the bill. Oh, um, <laughs> and, uh, Aries, um, again, and I, I made a lot of connections with him and Zeus because in my, in my world, that is his only legitimate child that he had with Hera. Um, I just spun it that way cause it also helps with my, with my world and with Zeus's character. And uh, again, he's he's God of War, but he's very misunderstood. Um, and he's always spun one way by the Athenians, Homer, and then another way um, from, <laughs> I love uh, that Homer. from from Spart the Spartans um, and the Romans too. They loved Ares, Mars. Um, and I, I read a lot about that, that I had no idea that, uh, he was actually put in such a better light by a lot of other people aside from Homer. Homer just hated that man, which is the whole reason why the Aphrodite myth came into play was because of Homer. <laughs> um, so, and I knew, okay, he has to be a fighter, right? So MMA, that's the mo more popular thing right now in our modern world. It just made sense. And then I've always wanted to do a bodyguard romance. So that came into play too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> And Eros, um, I needed something for a, a job for him to be able to do where he was around people a lot and could to could help to you know make couples a bartender. It just made sense. And again, I've always wanted to do a bartender romance. Um, and Eros, I will say, uh, is actually for anybody who knows the Eros and Psyche myth really well, you will see that it is truly, it's subtle, but it is truly a retelling of that, of the modern. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, even, I'm excited for that one. Even though, just to tell you, the main woman, uh, is not Psyche, but it's, it's basically Eros is going to be reliving the myth again, but with, uh, this new woman. Um, and Psyche oh, is in it, but, okay. uh, it's, yeah, a little, little bit of a flip and, uh, <laughs> what, oh, Poseidon, <laughs> going through all these, trying to remember, uh, Poseidon, <clears throat> I can't say too, too much about, cause it'd be a huge spoiler, which makes it really hard to talk about Poseidon. Um, but just know it's, it's different. It's very, it's different. Um, as far as the style from the other four books, um, because of a certain reason. And when you read it, you'll know immediately why once it becomes revealed. Um, but with Poseidon, it was just fun because it was just all aquatic themed. And I knew that I was going to get to do that from the beginning. And I've always wanted to write about a pro gamer because I am a huge, 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 huge gamer. Huge. Um, it is definitely my, when I'm not writing, I'm usually gaming. 
Um, and so I really wanted to write that because I haven't really read about gamers too much in romances, period, let alone the heroine being the gamer. Um, so I That's took that awesome. as an opportunity. I made up my own game called Tides of Atlantis and I created the whole world, even the video game. Um, and so I kind of took that to my advantage too. And with Poseidon, he was, a, he's a surfer. That just makes sense. I think that's kind of common for some people that, that yeah. mix Poseidon in with, uh, modern stuff, but it, it, it made sense to me. And, uh, and then there was Zeus. <laughs> um, I, again, it took me two years to figure out what I was going to do with Zeus. And it, I really did. I researched him. I, I even looked into historical, um, you know, uh, conversations about Zeus, not just, you know, on the mythological sense, but even them trying to take into account the people themselves who wrote the myths and wrote about Zeus. Um, what, you know, what exactly, why is he put into this certain light and why did he cheat and why did he do, I'll do all these weird things. And, um, and gradually I realized that Zeus is the embodiment of what the culture and people were like in Greece at that time. And um, as soon as I realized and read that, it just clicked and said, I know what to do with him now because, you know, he is the leader. He is the king of all the gods and mortals, actually. And so there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. And as soon as I got that in my head, it just went from there. And I, when I first started and introduced him in Hades, I had, I did not have it in my brain yet. I had no intention. Um, I just knew I gradually kind of worked him through each book as I was figuring him out and he got less and less and less of, you know, kind of getting some hints that maybe he's not so much of an asshole that we think he is, but I'm st still kind of there. Um, and then I knew, I knew this is the other thing that I punished myself with too is Zeus. I was like, it has to be a dual POV. It has to, because people have to be able to get into his head if they're truly going to say, okay, I actually really like this guy. Um, and I never done one. That was my first full dual POV. Um, I've always been hesitant because it's hard for a woman. It truly is to get into a guy's head. Um, especially one like Zeus. Um, it's a scary place. I know. Yes. <laughs> my, I, I have to shout out to my husband because he was a trooper. <laughs> I asked him so many questions and okay. Hypothetical situation. He's like, Oh boy. <laughs> Um, if you were if you were Zeus and this <laughs> happened, what, what what would you be thinking? Oh wow! Yeah, so it, and that that was the thing too, and I knew it had to be dual POV, and um, I pulled out all the stops, had to stop and think about my mom reading it. Oh God, still, I'm trying not to think about that. My mom reads all my stuff. I've already forewarned her about <laughs> Zeus, but well, it's like just don't talk to me about it, okay? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, with Zeus, I kind of figured him out as I was writing each book and then it just clicked. So. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now I have to add two <clears throat> questions, two follow-ups. Okay. One, first one, first one, e probably easier. You said you're a gamer. What, what are your, what's your console of choice and what are your top games? So <laughs> I like that you automatically, I, I love that you automatically asked what console and not, are you PC or console? So that tells me something good. Thank you. <laughs> Um, welcome, I, I play Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, Good here. I, uh, I will admit 
I will admit this, that I was playing PlayStation before I met my husband. And then my husband mm -hmm. said, okay, but here's this game called Gears of War. And I, <laughs> I'm a huge Gears of War fan. Also Halo, as I got into it, I, mm -hmm. I played them all as soon as I got turned on to Xbox. But um, I, I love playing, um, I just also Overwatch. I'm a huge Overwatch player. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, my absolute favorite game series of all time is Mass Effect. Um, I am a Bioware freak. <laughs> I have played, I don't know how many times I've played all three Mass Effect games. Um, I am definitely Team Garrus, um, <laughs> for anybody who knows that. Uh, Dragon Age, I played all those games constantly. But I truly, and this is, this is honest, I use games big time for inspiration. Um, I try to align whatever okay. I'm playing with whatever I'm writing at the time. Um, I'm doing something oh, a little like bit, a little bit more uh, fantasy focused. So I have been playing Bioware games a lot, um, both sci-fi mm -hmm. and fantasy. <laughs> like Dragon Age. Um, yeah. When I wrote Ares, I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Couldn't even pick a better <laughs> game to play because it, it really helped, and I never heard of never. I know, I know, and the, especially the fight scenes and everything. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I really need to see this because, you know. Uh, You're, I, like, purposely dying so you can redo the fight. You're like, okay, yeah, I got yeah, to yeah, analyze yeah, this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Can, they, can we go back and watch I the love that. Oh, yeah? I really love that because, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm on all these authors' pages or whatever, and they're, they always, I don't know what it is, Every time they're trying to redo a scene, they're they're using like Barbies. They have like Barbies and they're like <laughs> acting it out and whatever. No, fuck that. Let's go for the game. Yeah, video yeah. games. The game. yeah. There we go. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just a <clears throat> humble request though. Um, have you have you you said you, you you'll uh, games inspire you too? Um, have you by chance played The Witcher games? Of course. <laughs> okay, I'm just throwing of it out course. there. It seems like a. A very good uh Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a humble thing. I haven't played the first one. I haven't played the first one because it's only on PC. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Witcher 2, it was okay. But, I mean, Witcher 3, absolutely. I've played it twice. Yeah, twice. Yes. Yeah. So, but I can't, I can't, I can't not romance Yen. I've tried to do Triss and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so my second question from the follow-up is, we, we're talking about the gods. Do you have a favorite goddess by chance? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I would say, and this is, this is, this spawns also from Hercules and Xena. Um, I really love Aphrodite. Um, I, and I like, I like it when you can kind of dig deeper into her because, and that's why I am absolutely, I'll tell you right now, I, the reason why I also tr made it so that Aries and Aphrodite, first of all, they're brother and sister, but second of all, because I really have always loved the Hephaestus Aphrodite story. Um, yes. and I want to explore that more because it's, you know, inner versus outer beauty and the complications of both and the stuff that messes with your head with both. And, um, I, I definitely, my version of Aphrodite, I tried really hard not to, not to just write the one from Hercules and Xena, but, um, she's so stuck in my, in my head. Um, and I, I would say I still really like her because I think there's a lot of depth to her that, that is not always necessarily explored as much. And so I think that that's why I, I enjoy her. Um, but I also really like, and I, I, I mispronounced her at first calling her Amphitrite, 
but I don't know why I ever did that because it's Aphrodite, so why would Amphitrite not be Amphitrite, which is the correct way. <laughs> um, but I also really started because I was one of those people that I, I kind of forgot about her because nobody really talks about her that much. And she was a queen of the freaking seas and nobody talks about her. Mm -hmm. um, so as, mu as much as I got to learn about her, which is not a lot, um, I kind of started, you know, getting really interested in her too. I, I, I want to know more about the underdogs. I really do. And I've used this series to kind of explore that more. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like that. <laughs> uh, I like it, especially with Aphrodite because that's another one where Zeus is always a dick and then Aphrodite is always just some like vain yeah. woman yeah. and they, you never get a lot of depth there, but um, I do like there. There is a little nugget in Zeus with Aphrodite, a good scene that I like. In me, I was like, "Oh, this is cute." And I, I did. I perked up right away, and I, I, you, you, I, I, I feel what you're saying because I immediately was like, "Like, oh, I, I want to know more about this. What's this situation?" Like, I, I was, I'm, I was very excited by that one. Yeah, I, uh, um, ironically, I wanted to do an Aphrodite and Hephaestus story before this series ever even came about. I'm basically going to be using this series to do the stories that I've wanted to do for seven years now, but it just it just happened to start with Hades and this other this other roundabout way of doing it. So it'll get there. I, I had many stories before Hades ever even came into my head that I wanted to do, and I introduced the characters in this series, and the, eventually they'll get to have their stories. So. <laughs> So I, I have to ask, just because I, I, I can't even imagine how cool it is. Is it still, you, you've had a, quite a few successful books. Is it still kind of surreal to you that when like a book releases and you're you're seeing these fantastic reviews, I mean, you're hearing from us right now of like something that literally cre you created from your mind that people are like losing their shit over, like that are like fangirling. Is it, I can't imagine how cool that is. Um. I will say imposter syndrome is real, folks. It is real and it's hardcore. <laughs> um, I, it, it, you know, it is, it's awesome. And at the same time, it's, it's, it, it is surreal. I have a hard time sometimes remembering that I'm, I, I'm the one who wrote it. Is that, does that make any sense? <laughs> I was like, I did yes, write, I yes. did write this and people are, I, it's, just, it's so weird because I just, it's just something that's in my head and um, I'm not going to say writing is easy by any means, but it just, I, I, even just the other day, somebody asked me to, to how do you come up with this stuff? And it's hard to, to say because it's just kind of happens. <laughs> um, I really, that's a good skill. I have no logical way of explaining it. I really don't. Um, it's just, and it's something that's been in my brain since I've been able to write um, when I was a kid. It's just, I've just always, I have notebooks and notebooks of ideas from when I was, you know, a kid, but I didn't know what to do with them. I actually should dig mm -hmm. those up sometime. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's great though. I. I love when I hear from readers that they, you know, they either laugh, they cry, they swooned, whatever. If I can make somebody laugh even once during, you know, reading my books, then I've done my job because that's what I, I wanted to put something positive out in the world. I want people to feel good. I want them to be able to even sit through this series, you know, and, and read it in a day type deal because, and just feel good. And that's my whole intention with this series and just with writing period, not, you know, saying anything against the other genres where their purpose is to make you cry, not necessarily the happy cry. But for me, nobody um, wants I, that. Nobody yeah, wants I, to cry. I know. <laughs> but for me, I just, yeah, Kate, um, Kate when emotions don't mix. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I love to laugh. I love to, you know, have a good time. And, and I grew up loving rom-coms from the early, or the nineties and the early two thousands are my absolute favorite. And I wanted peak to rom-com. Peak yes, rom-com. absolutely. And I really wish we'd get back to that peak cause I miss it. <laughs> um, but they're always there to go back on and I'll never tire of them. Um, and I, I, I wanted to deliver that with this series. So yes, it's, it's awesome. And I'm, it, it tickles me to death when I hear people are enjoying and, uh, laughing and swooning over my stuff. It really is. So I appreciate it. I was going to say, I, I definitely laughed a lot and I was definitely swooning many a times at Zeus. I was like, Oh, Oh, sir. Uh, you should hear the audiobook. I definitely. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm going to have, oh, oh, I don't, I, audiobooks did you, me, so I did you read the audiobook? Did you narrate did it? Did you do the audiobook? Oh, no. Yeah. I, I would have loved to, but oh, okay. I, I don't have. I, and it's funny because um, I, I, before I became a writer, I was oh, geez, an actress, a model, uh, bleh, digital colorist for comic books slash write. I, I did a bunch of stuff. Carly Spade has gone through a, that. The name has gone through many, <laughs> uh, many levels. <laughs> Um, but I've owned the domain since 2006. So Carly Spade has just kind of went with me throughout the years. <laughs> um, and, uh, so when I, when I write, I actually do act it out when I'm writing because, um, I do come from that type of a background and I found some, you know, a professional narrator, Stella Bloom. She just gets me and my writing. And I, I know if I put something in front of her, she's going to do it exactly how I envision in my head. Um, so she is the heroine in this one. She also did Hades and Eros. Um, but the guy who's voicing Zeus, <laughs> um, Thomas Locklear, and I told him I was going to plug him. Um, he has an amazing man voice. Um, it is very <laughs> deep, growly, just perfect for, for romance novels and perfect for Zeus in every way. I knew these two were going to be the audiobook narrators before I even started writing a word, a single word. I, I cast them. And it actually really helped a lot when I was writing to be able to envision their, their, their pauses, their, their inflections, everything. Um, and it's a duet. And for anybody who's not familiar with what that is, the guy does all the guy voices. The woman does all the female voices. There is no... Those are my favorite. Me too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I at first wasn't going to, because yes, it is a little bit more money for the, us authors. However, um, <laughs> I got to the first sexy scene and it's told from the heroine's point of view and i said i would be doing everybody a disservice if we did not hear zeus in the scene right now so i decided it has to be a duet so yeah it's completely any any time it's always zeus's voice always the growliness and um it is amazing i it was a whole new experience for me i had read the book 13 something times before i listened to the audiobook and it was my own writing but i was laughing and crying and swooning over my own stuff because they delivered this whole new uh thing for me so um if you don't listen to audiobooks i really honestly do suggest though just trying it out because it is it's like an audible movie in your ears it really is it's awesome that's enough to. I love audiobooks, to... so. Yeah. Oh, see, I get, yeah, well, no surprise. I get distracted. Uh, but that's, that's, Shocking. that's enough to make, uh, shut up. That's enough to make me uh, want to do it, though. I'm like a real whore for reading, obviously. And so, like, my, my biggest, I always have to buy the book. But then I also have to buy the audiobook just in case I'm on some sort of cliffhanger and I gotta, I gotta drive. 
<laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> so then I'm just like, Matt, okay, you got to get right to the spot. <laughs> okay, play. Here we go. I Yeah. So I'm kind of crazy, though. So, hey. No, <laughs> no I <laughs> definitely am. Um, it, it's. I will say this with the Zeus book. If you get start getting distracted, Thomas's voice will definitely pull you back in. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> you had me when you described it with as growly and like that. That that's enough. Oh that's yeah. All I need. Oh yeah. That's he's, all I need. He's got it down, man. He's got it down. <laughs> so yeah, audiobook. <laughs> oh man, now I'm gonna definitely definitely add, add, add that to the list. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> so. One thing I was curious about, because you said uh, as you were a kid, you had notebooks of just, like, writing ideas, things like that. So when you come up, like, you know, like, okay, I you knew, you said it took, it took a while to figure out what to do with Zeus. Do you, um, I know a lot of writers have different styles for how they go. Do you, are you one that you have, like, a full outline before you even get into it? Or do you have, like, kind of a, ideas and, like, goals that you want to get to? Like, how, how is that for you? Like, your writing process itself. So, usually you're called either a plotter or a pantser. And I call myself a planter <laughs> because um, I... I can't start something until I know how honestly how it does it start, where is the process that we're going to, and how's it going to end. I cannot start without knowing those because I've tried it before, and for me personally, it, it's it's a dumpster fire, <laughs> and I have to go back and fix a lot more, and it takes me way more time, and it's just not worth it. So I will not start writing something mm -hmm. until I know where it's going. Um, but I will usually um, for this series in particular, and also just romance romance novels there are beats that you are expected to meet it's just the way of things mm -hmm. with a standard romance anything movies tv sh anything um and so i i make sure that i plan out the chapters to know where that i'm getting to the beats and the necessary spots and then um as long as i know those then the rest of it kind of fills itself in for the most part um yeah, there's times where I try, I do like plan out some chapters, but then things just kind of mm -hmm. go awry and I let them go where they go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zeus definitely talked to me a lot during this, I will tell you that. Um, I, I'm not saying that in a crazy way. I'm saying that <laughs> um, there were just... That's crazy here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do joke, though, that, that, that Zeus was over my shoulder the entire time I was writing this book because I would write something and I could just hear this little voice in my head saying, could could you maybe um, do that a little bit more bolder? Maybe you can actually make the scene just a little bit more. And um, so, yeah, it, sometimes the characters do, in, in a really crazy way, drive the story in a different direction. But at the end of the day, it still gets to where I intended, and that's the whole important part. Mm -hmm. So, 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 like, how long did it take you to write Zeus? Like, you know, here we have this great book. How long, like, does the process take normally? So um, the planning stage or the actual drafting? We could go both. It doesn't matter. So if you want to go planning, it definitely took a couple of years. <laughs> um, uh, and, and his, again, was a unique uh, thing because I just I had to figure out how I was going to redeem him, make him a romance hero. What was I going to do with the story? How was I going to make the heroine stick around and, and, and do this crazy thing of, you know, uh, of being with him? And it was just... Um, a lot of factors. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing, too, the immigration stuff. I also had no clue about that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, pretty much everything in Zeus, aside from the Greek mythology, I had to completely... <laughs> um, I, I, I did have people that were able to read it. But um, Zeus took me, drafting-wise, 
it was pretty quick actually it came really easily they don't all come so easily but i definitely that and apollo and eros were probably the fastest i've written books ever and i'm gonna say maybe within a month um, oh wow wow um, that's impressive great skill uh thank you wow. but, <laughs> um i i will tell you that's draft one okay so just getting the draft out the first draft i tend to be an underwriter i'm one of those people that i need to get the draft out of my head it has to get out of my head and then i can fix mm -hmm. it later um but the I, I my brain needs to know it's done uh and i said i just did air quotes because i know i just realized that they can't see me doing that <laughs> i do it all the time still don't worry we do that um but, Story of our lives. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the drafting for those, those came really easily. And it tickles me to death when they do because it, then I can go back and actually then perfect it. Um, but I will, if I get to a spot where I can't think of somebody's name that I want it to be, or I get to a spot, like I was trying to describe Toronto. I have no idea. I haven't been there in forever. I'll get back to it. So I just put, give myself a marker. And then when I go through <laughs> to revise, then I'll fill in that stuff that I marked to say, Hey, more here, but not, but I just skip it and move on to the good stuff. Um, now that's not to say some books take a lot longer than that. Um, I'm also working on a space fantasy that I've been working on for four years now. Um, a little bit oh, different okay. because this is a, it's a whole big, huge world building thing, right? I mean, I'm creating yeah. everything from the ground up. The government, I have a dozen different species. Yes, this was inspired by Mass Effect. <laughs> Um, That's what I love to hear. Yeah, I, I actually, the, playing this, uh, yeah, three, four years ago, playing Mass Effect, I decided I wanted to create this, uh, this, this, my own world kind of similar, but also mixing in magic and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, those types of stories are going to take a lot longer, obviously. When you mm -hmm. write something that's set in the modern world, like contemporary mythos, I already have my world established, that world. Now, mm -hmm. now I got to work in how does the magic of the world work? Yes, but a huge chunk of that is already taken care of for me. So, um, and knowing Greek mythology helped too, so that, you know, I didn't have to do as much research. Um, mm -hmm. but with Zeus, the writing itself, once I had all that research down and everything, the couple years it took me, yeah, the drafting came really easily and it was so much fun to write. And I actually ended up writing Zeus and Poseidon at the same time because, um, I, I needed to have oh. Zeus done so that the audiobook could start getting recording because I wanted to release it at the same time. So to do that, uh, I had to have, I had to write it at the same time, but Zeus was being very greedy and would not let me go back to Poseidon. So I had to, I had to really say, okay, 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 okay. You need to slow your roll because I need to finish Poseidon first. And, um, yeah, so that's, yeah, Zeus was just, it just overtook my brain. It's still, it's still on my brain constantly. Um, but yeah, that was a really long-winded answer, but yes, it, it really depends on, do I know the material already? How much research do I have to do and how easily the material is coming to me as I write? So. So what is your, when you're in the thick of writing one of, one of your books, what is your like ideal writing day look like? How, how does, do you have like a favorite spot at your house? Do you have like a coffee shop? Like, do you always have to have like some type of food, you know, to do it? I know people get really like ritualistic here. So I was just curious. Um, so as, as of right now, I still have a, a day job. Ugh. Um, so oh, I, oh, that's a mood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, worse. <laughs> yeah. I really hope to one day become just completely writing. That'll be great. Oh my gosh. I purposely take days off of work just to devote to writing. And when I do that and mm -hmm. I write as it's my job, um, it's, it's great. I mean, I could do that. <laughs> I could be happy doing 60 hours a week versus normal 40, just writing every day. 
Um, yeah. But I, um, I, so I have my day job and the days that I am working and I still am trying to write. Fortunately, it's a work at home job and it's mostly call basing. So in between mm -hmm. calls and everything, yes, I will be doing writing sprints. Any moment that I get, I will, I basically, and I'm sitting at it right now, right here is my, uh, I'm facing one direction for those of you at home. Um, <laughs> Um, I am facing my work desk right now and then I just do this number and here's my writing desk. <laughs> so I have separated so that I can have my, and I have different stuff on the walls and everything right here to keep me in one zone versus over here for the grumbly work desk. Um, but, uh, and then when I have those moments to write, I will completely focus on there. And I, my, one of my big rituals, I will build a Spotify playlist for every book that I write. Um, I will spend oh, a couple like weeks if I have to, to build said playlist. I have to get it to at least an hour before I'll feel comfortable where I can sit down and start writing. Um, because most of the time I'm in several stages of several projects. Um, I may be revising one project, drafting another, um, marketing another. And every time, even for marketing, every time I'm switching to another project and usually they're vastly different. I switch to that playlist and it just helps me put, get into that mood um, so that I can just switch between projects. Um, but music is a huge drive for me and it, I, I have to have a playlist. And I do put the playlist out there. I shorten them a little bit from what my, my, my playlist ends up being seven hours most of the time. So I just try to narrow it down to some of the really main focused songs and I put them out there for people that like them because I've realized that people actually do like playlists sometimes. So they're out there mm -hmm. if you want to uh, to listen to them. All the songs that I mentioned in any of my books are obviously on those playlists too. Um, but that's why I mentioned songs because I, it's huge for me. It's a huge mood builder and it keeps me in the zone. So. That's awesome. I, I, I'm still like processing that you're able to jump from project to project, like you said, where like one you're drafting, one you're editing, one you're marketing, but you can like go that like smoothly between them. I, my head would literally explode, <laughs> either explode or just shut down. Like you would just see, I would just be like blank stare. Like I, it would not be great. I mean, I do have my days. <laughs> uh, I do have my days where I, I mean, so I mean, I will, I honestly have my days where I writing. No, 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 I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, and those days, uh, you have to be honest with yourself. It's like, do I really want to sit down and force this? Is this going to be my best work? Am I just going to end up going back and deleting everything I just wrote for hours? So if it's one of those days and have, it's rare, but I will have them where I just go, nope, not happening. Back to video games. <laughs> so I like that. I like that. Back to video games, not to work or to, to, to any the real world. No, we're going back. Stay, stay, stay focused where we need to. Yes. <laughs> it's my happy place. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, so we always, when we're wrapping up our episodes, we always talk about what we're reading right now. Okay. So now we're, we're going to put that on you though, for the, for this episode what's on your what are you currently reading what have been some of your favorite reads lately uh, maybe any other books releasing that are going to be on your tbr i'm always especially i'm always curious with uh with authors like you, you said you love contemporary romance um but then you're also writing this like space fantasy things mm -hmm. like that so i'm always curious uh for authors if they like oh if they really just hone in on the genre that they write mm -hmm. or, or or do you avoid it like it's it, i'm just always curious so right now, um, I have you all heard of Iona Andrews? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Urban Fantasy, and for no, nobody familiar, it is a husband and wife writing team. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I, um, they're huge inspiration for me. Huge. Um, and they, um, they just write really it's urban fantasy so it's modern setting but their magic systems are always amazing and i kate daniels is a really long series and i'll admit i think I, i'm on book five so i'm listening to magic rises right now by them and i am exclusively audiobook right now because i truly just do not have the time to read i am gonna be honest <laughs> so audiobooks they're a form of reading i don't care what anybody says mm -hmm. Um, but Amen. I, yeah, I, I'm listening to that. So I will be packaging boxes and listening to the audiobook. I will be actually, you know, doing notes and, and not hard brain stuff at work. I'll be listening to my audiobook. I'll go for a walk, listen to the audiobook. Um, mm -hmm. so that is how I read. And I try to do one a month because it is essential as a writer to, to read slash listen to other people's mm -hmm. stuff because you don't want to get into a rut. And, um, I try to switch up the authors. I do because, I, I know this and your podcast is called, <laughs> I did get into a little bit of a Sarah J Moss, uh, reading binge. Uh, there you go. And, uh, there you go. That's I, what happened. When I started to see some stuff in my writing, I said, okay, next book, not Moss. Sorry. I love you girl, but <laughs> you gotta step I, got, back. <laughs> um, I forget what I was writing. I think, I, I think my guy was purring too much. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, I love, I love her. I love her to death. I love her writing, but I had to take a break because I think, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. read, um, you had a... yeah, three in a row and it was, yeah, it was too much. Um, so Do you have a velvet wrap steel moment where you're like, wait, no, mm, no, <laughs> and it was, I think she likes to say seemingly a lot or something too. There's, there's, there's some stuff that I just, I noticed yeah. that I was picking up and it's so easy to do if you read the same author over and over and over. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and I, her stuff, I will always go back to, which I'm actually planning on going back to, um, I have not done Crescent. Uh, is it Crescent City? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh oh. Uh oh. I see a. I see a cringe. Oh, What's going on there? Uh, <laughs> Crescent City and uh, House of Sky and Breath, the sequel. Those are uh, big undertakings. You'll, you'll love so. that because it's it's urban fantasy. Yeah, it's urban it, fantasy. It is. Yeah. You'll yeah. Love it. I, well, that's what I heard. I've been trying to get, and and it's so funny that you guys had mixed reactions because that's exactly what I've been experiencing. So I'm just like, I, I mean, I'm gonna try. We'll see. Um, we, we may be a Sarah J. Moss podcast, but we all have differently oh, yeah. different. Mm -hmm. opinions on the series widely oh, yeah. different oh yes. yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's going and, and i mean and honestly you know anything and it's my own stuff too you know it's you put all these different things out there and you know not everybody's gonna like absolutely everything you put out there so it is just it is what it is but um but yeah so i plan to do that eventually um but i try to do uh i'll read a contemporary romance and then i'll do something fantasy or sci-fi and then i'll go back to contemporary romance because i like mm -hmm. to keep my contemporary romance period just the structuring of how it's always laid out is going to be the backbone of anything that i write it doesn't matter what genre it is that same beats and everything are going to still be there um, I really do try to do rivals or enemies to lovers as much as possible. Um, absolute catnip. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get enough of it. And I'm actually disappointed sometimes when I'm reading something. Oh, they're already friends. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not trying to knock anybody. It's just, I'm just being honest. I truly do. And I also, I, if it's if I find out it's fade to black, I am very disappointed. <laughs> you and me both. Fucking number yeah. one rule: ain't reading no fade to black. Uh, I will tell anybody listening: I will never do that ever. 
um, it's not in my nature. I can't, I can't. Um, some, <laughs> that's one of the things I really, really appreciated because let me tell you, it has been about, I think six months since I read like an MF book, like literally okay. it's been a long <laughs> ass time. Okay. Well, actually I read Crescent City, the new one, but like, I am um, the, it's been a really long time. And so like when I got into this, I, I opened it up and I was like, this is some fade to black shit. I'm gonna <laughs> so then I like opened it and I was like, yes, there we go. There we go. I was, That's I was hilarious. really excited about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I just can't, I can't, it's just not in my genetic makeup to do it. I just can't. I mean, and I will tell you that, uh, Zeus is definitely, uh, my spiciest that I've ever done. Um, but I, I, I feel it was warranted just because he is who he is. Um, yeah. And I, I knew that I had to take it up a notch. <laughs> um, and guys, the, the spice delivers. You've, the spice <laughs> delivers. Let me I'm tell just... you what, our listeners love you all. We look for the spice. We look for the spice. So, I mean, this is, this is positive. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, and then I knew, and I, and, and just me as an author, and this is just me personally, again, not knocking on anybody, just me personally. Um, if I'm going to put spice in my books, I, I have to have a reason. I can't just be like spice here, mm-hmm. spice there, everywhere spice. Um, mm-hmm. And with Zeus, every single scene that's in Zeus, there was a development. There was a purpose. Yep. There was something mm-hmm. that was, was happening or even just Zeus reeling her in. I mean, anything there was something to be said about it. Um, and my beta readers, uh, two of them and not knowing each other said this, they basically called it smut with a purpose. And I will totally take that title all day long. (laughs) I love it. I need that on like a t-shirt. Smut with a purpose. (laughs) Yeah. So I, and I, uh, yeah, I I had to step it up with Zeus and it was fun though. It was really, really fun to kind of just, just not care and just go for it. So again, sorry, mom, but it is what it is. (laughs) With the way you wrote that with you, the way you wrote him, if I was the main character, it'd be like, it wouldn't even be a novella. It'd be like two chapters. I'd be like, yep, sure. We're good. All right, let's go. There's there's no build up here. I'd be like, yes, sure. Yep. Yep. We're here. I'm in on. Hi. I'm like, we're good. Like, um, so yeah, it's probably best uh, that, you know, I'm not a main character anywhere. That'd be bad. Um, so, this this may be difficult, but I, I don't know, because you came up with a really good tagline already for the book. <laughs> so, obviously, guys, like we said, Zeus, uh, it releases April 25th. Be on the lookout. No, April 25th, it's available. It'll be available Kindle, audio, and uh, available for order, correct? Yep, paperback, Kindle, and paperback. audiobook. Yep. Oh, and Kindle guys, Unlimited, you know how- too. Oh, man. Yeah. Kindle <laughs> Unlimited is where it's at. I'm telling you guys. Um. What, if, if you had to sum it up in, like, one sentence, what would be your one sentence, like, I know they call them, what was it, I, I'm too corporate for this, uh, elevator pitches, elevator pitch, which is supposed, yeah, yeah whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, like, a one, one sentence summary for this book, just to, because I, I don't have a one sentence summary, but all I can say is, like, listeners, you guys know us, I hope you trust us by now, like, read this. Read this book, read the series. Uh, and it comes out April 25th, so, like, you got, you bench readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got time. Yeah. Catch up. You can catch up. Yeah. So what would be the one sentence you would for the for this book? Oh, he put me on the spot, man. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I would say something to the effect of when the king of the gods is brought to his knees by a mortal woman. 
Oh. Oh. What a mood. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, the, the, if that was you on the spot. Yeah, on the <laughs> spot. <laughs> on the spot. So on the spot. Dear God. Wow. Okay. So, uh, guys, I, I trust me. Just trust all three of us here. As Mad said, too, perfect timing. Binge. Binge the series. Yeah. Just do yourself binge a favor, the spirit, guys. Binge the series. Also, guys, uh, go follow Carly Spade on Instagram. We got at author Carly Spade here. Go go follow. I mean, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And then what other uh, – do you have any other – I know isn't it, it's carlyspade.com, correct? Yes. For all things all things Carly Spade, guys. Yes. Um. Any any other big social – I know uh, – uh, what is your – I just have to ask for Spotify for these playlists. Is it authors Carly Spade or just Carly Spade for Spotify for the playlists? Uh, you should – it should be just Carly Spade. I okay. Believe, yeah. Okay. You can also because uh, now that you said that, I'm I'm definitely downloading all of those. Yeah. So if you go, um, if you go to my website, there's a tab called Inspirations, and it's all there too. I have to actually add Zeus now that you just reminded me. But yes, yeah, so you go to that tab, Inspirations, <laughs> and I do pl uh, Pinterest mood boards too for <gasps> myself, and I share oh. them too. Um, again, that's to put me in a mood. But uh, there's mood boards for each book, and there's a playlist on that tab. So easy find. Perfect, guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm on CarlySpade.com right now, guys. Just check it out uh, because I'm looking and there's so... Oh. And I have to say, because I'm about to add them all to my cart, sign paperbacks, guys. Sign paperbacks. <laughs> if, if you're like uh, all of us where you're like, oh, I love this on Kindle, immediately buy the physical copy. Mads knows what I'm talking about because she does the same thing. All the goddamn all time. The time. All the goddamn time. I I'll will buy finish it on Kindle. Money. I'll yep. finish it on Kindle. And like I'm like, God, I fucking love this. I need it for my library. So then I go. I will tell you, if you get if you order a signed paperback from the Mythos series, they all have art prints and you do get the art prints free. So yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> all not, right. If then, that's uh, not. Don't mind me guys as I just and add the fun cart. swag. That's always a surprise. <laughs> oh, I love so you've got me. I'm a whore for swag, man. I'm a whore for swag. <laughs> me too, which is why I made my own. <laughs> that's the make my own just for myself nobody <laughs> else gets it it's gonna be my own swag just like that's it i'll give it to ian i'll give it to my husband i'll be like here you go ian he'll be like what is this i'm like swag, <laughs> swag. And fine. swag. actually label it swag yeah just swag <laughs> <laughs> it's just a magnet or like a sticker blake swag blake swag <laughs> love it <laughs> Well, uh, Carly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for writing this amazing series. I, I know Mads is probably going to read the uh, Vampire one, too. I'm going to oh, read you, it after I finish You know I'm series. already looking at downloading yeah. that. Yeah, you're already like, doop, doop, doop. Um, I, I, I am excited for readers to get this book. Uh, and it's, guys, God, so good. It's so good. The characters are amazing. You're, you're going to love it. Um. And seriously, though, thank, thank you for joining the madness that is yeah, this podcast. It's really um, fun. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> um, so, guys, we're going to – this will be uh, – we're recording this – what day of the week is this, guy? It's a Friday. Today's it's Friday. Friday. Today's a Friday, guys. <laughs> um, so, this will be dropping um, early in the week. You have plenty of time to listen uh, before Zeus drops. You have plenty of time to read the rest of the series, as we've mentioned multiple times. Um, once it drops, guys – let us know. Let Carly know your thoughts because I guarantee your thoughts are going to be hot damn. That was good. Um, and so, guys, we, we hope you have a great rest of your uh, week. Definitely, again, go follow Carly on Instagram at author Carly Spade. 
And um, as always, guys, XOXO, the cadre. Bye.